And welcome to all the sports dudes fans in the world. Uh, yesterday, my co-host James thought it was a great episode. He he claims it's one of our best episodes that we've ever done. And just on the top of my head, I know that's full of shit. But because I'm such a great guy, I thought I'd kind of make him happy. So tonight... We're having the great Bobby Thompson, another big Patriots fan like myself, just to hope maybe knock my co-host smile down, I don't know, maybe uh four or five levels, you know, just just a little bit, because he was, he was feeling himself way too much last night. I don't know what you're talking about feeling himself, I, I was just happy for you. I, I, I was just being a good person. I don't know what you're talking about about being happy. I was there for you, being a good <laughs> friend. I was being a good friend. That's what I was doing. I was consoling you. If so we I, play back yesterday's episode, you can see the glee. You can hear the glee off your face. And I'm sure, if I was physically there, I'm sure I could have seen the smile on your face. Smile? Just like that. Just like that. When, when, even if you don't see a person, how they sound, you can tell what their facial expressions are. I'm not even, I'm not even smiling. You know, I, I can't believe you you're would make such You're full of shit. I think you're full of shit. I can't believe you would make such, I can't believe you would make such And for, for, for anybody who was keeping in touch with the sports dudes... You'll you'll know that uh, James has finally paid up his dollar fifty fine. He 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 actually pulled a big move too. He gave more than that for future fines. So that means basically he is gonna get into some trouble. So he paid up for future fines. How do you like that? I'm a, I'm a man of people, man. Yeah, you are just and a man with a big, big mouth. You 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 like to start some trouble, sir. You try to act like the man of the people, but you you are just sometimes. Most of the time, you're good. I, I would say you're seventy percent of a great person, but then then there's then there's twenty percent to to where you're in the middle. But then there's that 10, which pisses me off. There's that 10 where it goes bad, James. It's just that devil on your shoulder, and you're saying, come over for dinner. I, I don't know what you're talking about, but what I do know is that I'm a, I'm a good guy. I think I like to go stick myself like humanitarian. That's why I, I like to consider myself humanitarian. <laughs> Uh, of, of, of course you're going to think this highly of yourself, but right now we're about to get the great, the great, the great Bobby Thompson on the pod and, uh, yeah, so guys, if you're ready for a fight, I, uh, I, I think word wise, my co-host will, uh, Get get punched in the face.
That's that's what I think. All right. So while we wait for Bobby, today makes it a full ten days since the last time we had sports. One of those teams included the Senators. Uh, and it's just too long, man. It's just too too long. I'm sorry. To to think that we can possibly go to at least May without baseball, and it's probably gonna be June or July. But but to think we can go another six weeks without the NBA. Now NBA and NHL is a little different. With the NBA, you don't gotta play the final thirteen or sixteen games. You you could play the final eight. Now with the NHL is a little tough. Because there's what, thirteen games left? There are thirteen games in the NHL and a lot of teams are separated by a point. And you you kinda have to finish out the rest of the event. So the way the way they can go about it, right? For the teams that have it locked, I'm talking locked. There's no factual way they can lose their seating. Play six games. And that's just to stay in tuned, right? But now for the teams that have a close, okay? Like you the can, Islanders, like the Panthers, like the Rangers. play a full 13, or, or what you do, you play you play 10, you knock off three games. But to make it worth so they're not losing, you double the points. So instead of them instead of them earning one point per game or whatever, the max they can earn is two, and then that way they can't, you know, mess up the playoff seating because even because if they could start the playoffs when the twelfth game would have started, that makes for all the difference. The NHL is proposing of. A playoff format that I personally I'm kind of against. Uh, what is it? It's a it's a twelve team playoff format, and it's what's the format now? It's the same as it, it's the same as it is. Yeah. Top three teams from each division are locked, and then the two wild card spots. So two divisions. Then what's the difference? Divisions. The difference being is now you're adding two more additional wild card spots, and what they're trying to do is you have the two other teams that are locked, they play against each other, and then basically a one game play in, and then you play the other one game play in, and then you play a wild card team, which makes no sense. So right now, wanna... would would the Rangers and Islanders be be in the plan? The Islanders would be in the plan. The Rangers would not. Okay, hold on. Bobby is ready. And now we have the great Bobby Thompson. Bobby, how's it going, man? Uh, it could be better, man. You know, a lot of stuff has happened this week, so uh, it's a very uh, emotional week. A lot to process. A lot of things going through it. So, you know, trying to get over it, but I'll live. All right, so for me right now, I am not on the ledge yet. But with Jared Siddham possibly being our quarterback, with us with us losing majorly defensive players, with us practically only having one really really good receiver, one could be good receiver if he can get his shit together, one potentially superstar, he just has to play full season. For for Patriot fans who are on the ledge, 
Beast. Now, if we get Cam Newton, I, I think the Patriots will get to a title game possibly and win the division. But if that doesn't happen, how how could you talk Patriot fans that are on the ledge to get away from the ledge? Well, I really, really want Cam Newton. You know, I never really have been a fan of Cam Newton, to be quite honest with you. I think he's very good. I don't like his antics, a lot of stuff. But you know what? He can play. I think he's he brings a whole different dynamic to our offense that we haven't had ever in a quarterback. I think that it's the most logical thing to do. Cam Newton's going to be released in the next few days because of his contract. And because that the Panthers just signed Teddy Bridgewater to a uh, three-year, $60 million contract. So with that, how do I talk Patriots fans off the ledge? You know what? Listen, I'm trying to literally to forget about it. You know, we're even going to the Buccaneers. I, I just can't get it out of it. But the way I see it is Brady was going to leave no matter what in two years or more. And he left two years early, and we have to adjust. We have we had to adjust. And here's the thing. I personally think that Jared Stidham is not ready. In preseason last year, yeah, did he do well? Yeah, he did. That was against twos and threes. Now he's going up against the ones. And you saw what he did against the Jets, if you recall. Remember? Yeah, pick six to Jamal Adams. One fucking series, man. That that I did not like. I felt like he uh, he literally threw it right to Jamal Adams. That was an easy read. Um, but talking, to, but here's the thing. You know what? To, to, to talk Patriots fans not to jump off the ledges to just you know what believe in Bill Belichick. We might have lost the goat. We didn't lose the greatest coach ever. Bill Belichick. Listen, when Brady tore his ACL in 08, we won 11 games with Matt Castle, almost went to the playoffs. When Tom Brady was suspended for four games, we won three games with two backups. I'm very confident that Bill Belichick has a plan. Um, to be quite honest with you, his free agency uh, plans have been absolutely horrendous. I think he should have made a run at Emmanuel Sanders. I still think he should make a run at Robbie Anderson. Call me crazy. I think he's the best one out there. And uh, he needs to get a receiver. I'm not. It's. I can't stress this enough. Uh, it really bothers me how he has. He, he lets uh, Eric Ebron go to the Steelers. Tyler Eifert's out there. I wouldn't mind him, even though he's a tin man. But you know, it's going to be. It's a lot. But I will tell you this. I'm going to say I want the Patriots to somehow try to get Justin Herbert. That's who I think would be perfect. Where is he? Where is he expected to get picked at? He's well with the Chargers. You know they're going with Tyrod Taylor, so they're really interested. So he could go at six, but if he falls out of the top ten, I think we need to trade up. Ooh, what would they? What would they have to give up? They would have to give up quite a bit, but you know what? To get your franchise quarterback, I'm sure. I think it would, I I think it's a rescue. Bill Belichick has to be willing to take. So why would you take Herbert over Tua? I'm sorry? Why would you take Herbert over Tua? Because there's no way of getting Tua. There's no way. It's it's mathematically impossible to get up there because 
he'll be taken by the Dolphins. So it's and why? I'm a listen. I like Tua, um, but I think Justin Herbert just gives us a different dynamic. I think he's. I think he could be really good. Uh, James, um, open your mouth, you crazy animal. Well, I, 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 I am actually afraid, but I've been listening to you guys talk like the teach. All right. So, Bobby, I'm, I'm going to ask you this. As an outsider, and trust me, I was I was, I was, was a bit shocked. I, I was shocked that that, that Brady left. Oh, stop it, you son of a bitch. I thought, I thought Brady was going to leave later, but he left a little bit early. So, um, my question is not really towards Brady. It's more towards it's more towards what's gonna happen in Tampa. Now you see Brady has his weapons. You see, um, they're probably gonna make a pitch to A B at some point. Are the Bucks a team that should be made reckoned with with the N- in the NFC, especially now that he's in the same division as Drew Brees and Matt Ryan? Yeah, he makes them a lot better. Uh, I can confirm right now the bucket the Buccaneers will not go after Antonio Brown. They've made that clear. They will not go after anything. They uh, okay. So, 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 so Tom Brady can't hold his weight on that. He can't say I really want Antonio Brown. No, they, they Bruce Arians shut that down already, and apparently the rumors going around that Antonio Brown. Uh, Excuse me, Brady said, like, oh, I want him on the team. Nope, that's not true. Apparently, Tom Brady had no demands for the Buccaneers. He talked to them, and apparently the only demand he asked for is he said, can I have every teammate's phone number so I can introduce myself? What Man, just class right there. I'm going to miss that. really do. But to answer your guys' question about the Buccaneers, they're a force to be reckoned with, man. I think their defense is, is underrated, but their secondary I'm not really fond of. I think that's going to be a problem for them. However, um, I think the offense is second to none. But here's the thing. They have to beat the Saints, and beating them twice a year is not going to be easy. And, oh, no. and the thing is, in the NFC, I feel like, listen, we all love Brady. I'm going to support Brady no matter where he goes. Same. He's in Tampa. I'm moving to Tampa. Guys call me crazy. I'm buying a Tom Brady Tampa jersey because I love Tom Brady. So am I, man. I'm with you. I'm going to. What's up? Now, now, Bobby, I got to ask you this. Mm-hmm. You, are, you, love, you, love, you love Brady, and I That's respect him. that immensely. Now, I know you got that Patriots tattoo. Are you sticking to what you told me earlier as Patriot for life? Are you going to stick by that motto? Whoa, 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 whoa. Let let, let me tell you something, bro. Let me tell you. And you know what? I appreciate the question. Let me tell you something. The Patriots, to me, are life. Just because we lost the Patriarch doesn't mean we lost it all. I agree. The Patriots, to me, are life. I'm going to stick with them thick and thin. I was there through the early bad times. I've been there through the great times the past 20 years. And when it's going to get tough, I'm going to be there. I got this tattoo because I love this team. There, there's, a few things, there's a few things in this world that I love. My wife, my friends, and the New England, my family, and the New England Patriots. That doesn't change. And my love for Tom Brady does not change either. I love that man. And you know what? 
call me crazy. I, I appreciate everything he's done. He's been such an inspiration for Patriots fans for a team that was not good. He came in as a sixth round pick and just changed it for the better. And I'm happy for the Buccaneers. I really am. I'm happy for him. It didn't work out for us. The only thing that gives me hope is that Tom Brady in two years will come back to New England and retire a Patriot. That's all that makes me happy. I think, and before my calls jump in, a few things and I'll make comments. Number one, I really think, and even though I love joking with Patriots fans, but I'm going to be in, take a moment to be serious for a moment. Just like how you are with Tom Brady, that's kind of how I am with Eli. Even though in New York, one just nice heavy, but I've always loved Eli. And no matter how much I bash Eli, I've always loved him. And his retirement called me crazy, but it choked me up a bit. Not just because the two Super Bowls that we won against you guys. It's the fact that how what he is. He's a manning. He represents class, respect, it the same way as Bill Brady. So I understand that emotional ad, aspect. If, if Eli were to have left for the Colts, I would buy me some Eli Manning coasters. I would have done the exact same thing because I love Eli Manning. He is, he is, even if he would never won a Super Bowl, I would still love him because I know your favorite player was Drew Bledsoe, so I respect that too. I respect that immensely. So that leads me to my next question. Um, Nick brought this up earlier, and I want to see if you'll be down for it. Now, there's always been who made who between Belichick and Brady, and my buddy gives um, Belichick, uh, gives Brady 60-40. Do you think if this would happen in the next two years, a Chiefs-Bucks Super Bowl to determine, or a Buccaneers-Patriots, actually Buccaneers-Patriots Super Bowl, to determine who made who, actually Buckley Patriots, to determine who made who first. Would you be interested in a Bucks Pat Super Bowl between Belichick and Brady? Who made who better? Absolutely. And listen, it's you're, that game, listen, as much as I love Brady, you're going to hear me want Brady to get sacked every play. You're going to hear me go off. Um, but here's the thing, who made who? I'm giving yep. 51 to 49 Brady. Oh, my God. <laughs> Come on. I respect Come Bill on. Bel- Listen, I respect Bill Belichick, but I 51-49 Brady. Brady. Belichick came up with the game plan. Brady's executing it. Mm, but my, my thing is, it, and my thing is, is that Bel- like Brady would not have been Brady if it was giving him the opportunity to shine. I understand. I understand that you're absolutely right. But to me, I just have high regard for Brady and for what he's done. And Brady and Belichick has not really, in the past few years, equipped Brady with major weapons. And in what he's done, he's bring, brought them to Super Bowls and won with no name receivers. His first three Super Bowls, he won with no name receivers. Nobody beyond Branch. Troy Brown, you're right. Those are David Gibbons. David Gibbons, yep. Um, he had to have Mike Rabel on offensive plays, man. That's how desperate they were. If, if I'm not mistaken, didn't Mike Rabel catch a Super Bowl pass in, what, in that Super Bowl yep. with Carolina? Yeah. I believe he did. He caught like yeah. three or four. T- when Mike Rabel was in the game on the goal line and he was throwing the ball, he never dropped. Never Mike Rabel. Yep. Mike Rabel was a man. 
It's um, it's funny because now we're looking at the landscape of now. Let's look at the landscape of the AFC. Um, obviously, in your division, and I have to ask this: you know the Bills have made improvements. The Jets slowly but surely are addressing the offensive line. It because it's now because the Patriots now coming without Brady, they're more closer to the pack. Would you say right now would it be Bills? Patriots, Jets as the top three teams. All the reason why I'm discounting Miami is because any team that makes big moves in free agency, I just don't trust them being a big player going forward. So discount Miami for a second until they jump their quarterback situation. Bills, Patriots, Jets. Do you see that in any in any way going this year, projecting forward? Because the Bills made some key moves this offseason. The Bills, I'm telling you this, the Bills definitely won free agency in my eyes. They've done tremendous. Um, and it scares me what they've done. Getting Stefan Diggs just makes them so much more lethal. But I'm going to tell you this. I'm not a big fan of Josh Allen. I'm really not. Neither am I. Neither am I. Think, I. I think the guy is inaccurate. I think with Stefan Diggs, he's going to realize that um, Josh Allen is not as accurate as – her cousins, and it's going to bother him as much as it did in Minnesota, but he will make his plays. The Buffalo Bills, their defense just got so much better, and they're going to put so much pressure on quarterbacks, especially the young ones. Uh, I think in regards to the Jets, the Jets did address the offensive line. Let me tell you something. Sam Darnold has nobody to throw to. If they lose Robbie Anderson, they're, they're in a lot of trouble. Because the one thing that, that Joe Douglas failed to do was address the receiver position. And that's one thing that I think is going to hurt them because right now, listen, Robbie Anderson is still out there. And if he really wanted to go back to the Jets, he wouldn't be waiting right now. He would have pounced on it. I think. Absolutely. But with the Dolphins, I agree with you. I think they literally they got the Patriots sloppy seconds. That's what they did. Them and the Lions. Patriots sloppy seconds. I'm, I'm going to really miss Kyle Van Noy. He's such a great player. But listen, until they get a legitimate quarterback, and if that's Tua, which it's probably going to be, I, I don't believe in the Dolphins. The Dolphins start out good in the beginning, the first four games, and then what do they do after? They just crap. They shit, excuse my language, shit the bed. However... With that being said, I listen. The Patriots' defense is we still yes we lost linebackers Jamie Collins and um, Kyle Van Noy. Our our secondary is still the best in football. I'm sorry, it is absolutely, and especially that you got your franchise um, Joe, which is actually very very huge. Because I thought he was going to be walking out the door. That was a very good job of you franchising your guard, and whichever quarterback you guys have. Um, I still, I, I still, still believe in Bill. I think the Patriots. I'm not going to write them off completely. And Joe, oh, because I'm being serious, homo, I am not writing the Patriots off. I think the Patriots are still a team to be reckoned with. How I always say about the Patriots, I will not completely write them off until I see it for myself. Until Bill is gone, I am not writing the Patriots off. So the Patriots, in my eyes, are still a team that you need to look at. And now. Which actually, I think, Bob, you can comment on this. I think is actually a good thing for you guys because you guys have become so much the hated. So, and you're going to still be hated too by some Jets fans, you know, because you know the Boston thing. But you guys became this universally villainized team. 
Now you're kind of becoming more like the underdog team. No. They still got pills. No, Come no, no. on. Nick, Nick, listen. What James is saying, I like it. I like that. I want that underdog mentality. Count us out. That's the way we like it. No, no, no. I want it, but I don't think that's how everybody else is going to see it. No, but I, I'm just saying, look at look at the look at what people are going to say. Oh, the Patriots don't got Brady. Um, has Bill lost his touch? The, the Bills have been improving so much. They're the favorites in the AFC. Patrick Mahomes is still here. Lamar Jackson is tearing it. You see what I mean? Because you have all these other teams, and then the Patriots are just... They, I, I, the Mahomes part is valid, but Lamar Jackson has no valid in him. He's only to the playoffs. So Lamar Jackson does not scare me. Sorry, it, it, Listen, it doesn't do it. Lamar Jackson, he, uh, the Titans gave everybody a blueprint how to stop Lamar Jackson. I agree. That's, and, that's exactly what you're doing. Lamar, Lamar Jackson, if you limit him from running and you stop that guy, he's and you make him throw the ball, you're gonna you're they're in trouble. And I'm not trying to knock him, knock him. For throwing the ball, he's got a great arm. But he, I'll tell you this: when you ask him to throw, he I, he doesn't want to do that. No, he he, he, he I, I give him credit. He wants to be a quarterback, but I don't think that he he's not as accurate as Baltimore fans make him out to be. So that's why I'm saying he's overhyped, man. That, I'm telling you, I, I wouldn't say overhyped. I would just say that he's not. I wouldn't put him up there with the What has he shown you when I the think, lights were bright? Absolutely nothing. He's overhyped. He absolutely I will say overhyped. this. I will say this. Lamar Jackson's a good quarterback, but I'm not putting him over the likes of Patrick Mahomes. I'm not putting him over um, Deshaun Watson. I'm not putting him over Carson Wentz. Those are the quarterbacks I will put way before I would put Lamar Jackson because those guys have the ability to throw. Even Brady in this in, in this stage, I will still put Brady over Lamar Jackson because Brady can still throw the ball. So Lamar has to prove to me that he can throw in the pocket. I agree, a hundred percent, bro, a hundred percent. He, he, Lamar Jackson has to really work on that because teams are going to stop that. Listen, what, remember when, um, let's see, let me give you guys an example. Remember um, when Tyreek Hill, when he first came on, nobody could stop him? Yeah. Yes. And Bill Belichick gave everyone a blueprint how to stop him? Yes. Did you see in the Super Bowl, he, the 49ers kind of broke down, but they were really catching on to, to that? Other than that big... Other than that big play by Tyreek Hill, that big bomb that uh, Mahomes threw, he was limited. You can limit if you have a fast corner that can stick with uh, Tyreek Hill. If you got a four sub four three guy and he can stay with Tyreek Hill, Tyreek Hill doesn't like to be jammed at the line. If you watch that, if he gets jammed at the line, he slows down quite a bit. So that's why. That's why I didn't understand why Sherman was on the hill. I never understood that because Sherman cannot keep up with Tyreek's speed. But if you got like, like I said, like a nickel core three guy that can jam, but it can also keep up, Tyreek's not getting open. No, not the safety over the same. No, oh, it's not happening. And um, and Nick could attest to me. We have Jonathan Jones in the nickel, and he's really fast. Yeah. 
that guy, that guy is fast. I, I seen John. I, I seen that play against the Bills, and the Bills fans are crying, are crying mercy. Oh, by the way, Bills fans voted the best fans in the NFL. Well, Bills Mafia, listen, Bills Mafia, they've done, they've dealt with a lot of crap and all that, but they, those people are crazy. Those people. I will say this. I will say this. When that blizzard hit up there, they they came out in droves to shovel all that to clean up the stadium. If there's one thing that I will give Bills fans this, they love their Bills. I joke with them because I interact with Bills fans a lot, but they one thing I will never question is their loyalty to the Bills. They can be 0-16, and they will still sell out. They love their Bills, so I will give them that respect. That being said, that being said I will put them as one of the more loyal fan bases in the NFL. They, they, they sell out every single game. Yes, Absolutely. they do. Every game. Every game. And they travel pretty well, too. But, yeah, did you notice that Bill's Chargers game, it was happening with Bill fans? Yeah. Bill fans yeah. travel as well. Bill fans, even though Bill fans, their original AFL team, they're not, the, they're not the traditional franchise like the Giants and the Cowboys and the Packers. But Bill fans, they travel. You also have to remember, too, you're in Western New York. It's not like in living in New York City where you got things to do. What the hell do up in Buffalo? Now, I want to bring it back. We, we talked about your guys' team. I want to bring it back to my team. Um, I'm going to say this. I want to talk about the Giants. Um, I'm, I'm kind of lukewarm with kind of the things that they did. I mean, Martinez, fine. The other linebacker, okay. I think uh, I think you guys overpaid for Bradbury. I I I I wasn't a fan of it. I mean, he's an okay corner. I mean, he held his own. He played in the AFC South, but but I, but I understand the philosophy why they did it. They actually overpaid for Martinez too, but I know why they did it. They front-load their contracts. So it's basically like one-year contract. They can get out of it after next year. Because yeah. is going to come off the books next year. So I understood why they did it. If you notice, all their contracts have no signing bonuses. All their... All of them. So... Honestly, Bobby, they front load their contracts purposely. So they so what they can do is at the next so they'll have more cap space to go after better free agents. That's why they're they're trying to build through the draft and only bring in free agencies to help supplement their pieces. Which is right. which is what you which is what you should do. Which brings me to the question, if they're building up if they're getting linebackers, I have a feeling I know Gelman doesn't do this, but I have this weird feeling that Wait, we love Simmons, but I don't think Simmons is the play. That's how I feel. What do you think, Bobby? Uh, do you know what? Isaiah Simmons is so versatile. I think he'll be great for any team. And for you guys, it would be a great pick. But for, honestly, for you guys, want to know what I would do if I were you and call me crazy? Mm-hmm. I would go. I would draft that guy Becton and get rid of Nate Solder and try to get rid of his contract. Oh, 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 that, that's honestly, I was just thinking that. Back then, that guy is a mammoth beast, and he's so athletic for a big guy. That, oh, yeah. that, the Giants are invested in Daniel Jones, we need to protect him. Protect yeah. that man at all costs. Exactly. You guys, 
guy's got a built-a-wall. Nate Solders, listen, former Patriot, I respect him, but his last year in a Patriots uniform, he struggled. Nick can attest for me, right? He struggled. Yes, sir. So terrible. Listen, the one thing I think you got, I got to figure out what his dead cap would be for you guys, but I'm sure you guys would take it. You got, what is it? 16 million. Ah, that's a. That's too much. That's. That's a lot. Right now, we have a dead cap of 13 and a half for Brady, and that's still bothering me. Oh, but, that's a lot. But I might have to eat it. But it's only for one year. It's only for one year. Because back to, back on the dead cap came off this year, and so did JPPs. How, how many so, teams is going to eat $16 million? Come on. The Giants did it. Here's the thing. The here's Giants the thing. If, if the Giants, if you want to get rid of Solder, here's what I would do. I, I think the play at six, if you don't go Simmons, I think Beckton is the play for you guys. I would go Beckton. I, I, I love why Why not a wide receiver? Why not a wide receiver? Uh, you know what? I'm, like Judy I'm or sorry. Ruggs or... Because because you could get a you could get a stud in the second rounds for the Giants. Absolutely. Um, the, the guy Claypool is the guy I would want for the Giants. That guy is the player. That guy can get in the second round. I'm not oh, yeah. I'm not drafting a receiver in the first round. Plus, I know the Giants need need more receiving help to help a, a true number one because we have a lot of number twos. I think Swain is a is a good slot receiver. Right. Uh, and and Shepard's a good number two receiver. Tate, at this stage of his career, is more of a possession receiver. But I honestly need a true number one receiver where Daniel Jones in trouble, I'm going to throw the ball, and he's going to I'm going to say, go get it. <laughs> if you want a number one receiver, then I would recommend at six taking Jerry Judy. Absolutely. If I was a Giants, that's exactly uh, what i do. No, no, no. I, I, no. I, I, I think Beckton is, is the smart play because you have to build a wall, wall around Jones. If you want your, I get it, receiver, you need weapons for Jones, but you have Saquon Barkley, you have okay receivers. Ingram, if Ingram stays healthy, okay. I like our kid, Caden Smith. Smith looks like a nice, solid tight end for us. So I don't think the Giants are bereft of weapons. But I think the smart play would be Beckton at four, or you trade down and you still get Beckton at four, and then you then you also draft the defense, and then you draft the right receiver. Because that's what I think, um, um, Bobby, I think that's the smart play is to get Beckton. Make him your future left tackle. Him, along with Hernandez, are your two solid. He's a wall. You're going to open up holes for Barkley, and you know how dangerous Barkley is in the open field. Forget about it. <laughs> so that's that's what I would do, and I think if the Giants do that, along with um, they have they have about fifteen million left in cap space. Mm-hmm. You also have to remember you got you got to sign your draft pick too. That's kind of about ten billion. So I think that, and and, and I'll get Gettleman this. He's his draft cracker. I can kill back. I'm back. Uh, I'm Gettleman, and you and Bobby, you get touch because you know I killed Gettleman in the past. But I will attest to this. He drafts pretty well. He drafts pretty well. He, the guy knows talent. All right, Bobby. How much? How much would the Patriots' first round pick cost him in the cap? So repeat that. How How much would the Patriots' first round draft pick cost them in the cap? At 
23, uh, maybe we're going to need to create a little bit more, maybe four or five million. Okay, so yeah. I don't think Robbie Anderson is it, but I definitely ra- rather have him than Philip Dorsett. But what kind of contract do you think he'd he'd ex- he'd accept? Robbie Anderson's looking for between eleven and thirteen million. Teams are not oh giving him that. That's why he's waiting. So, um. I think what he'll accept for New England, I don't think he's, he'll take a discount for anybody. I think if the Patriots work this out, and why don't the Patriots could get cap space by, I'll tell you this, we could create more cap space by giving Dante Hightower and Stefan Gilmore two-year extensions and lowering their cap number now and, and giving them two extra years and releasing Marcus Cannon. Now, you mm. add with... With Marcus Cannon getting released, we can replace him in the draft. I'm not worried about it. Okay. So, so with that, Robbie Anderson, I think, can, will accept it. I, I would give Robbie Anderson, you know what? I'd say, listen, I'm Robbie. I'm going to give you a one-year deal, a one-year deal right now. I'll give you one year, seven and a half right now, and I'll give you an incent, a reception and yards incentive to make it over 10 mil a year. And then next year, if you really do well this year, I will give you the contract you want next year. Because apparently next year, Nick, the Patriots have a shit ton of cap space. Really? Whoa. Okay. Now, with the now in regards to the Jets, the Jets need him, so they really need to uh, show him that paper because if he does it. The one thing is, I think that I thought the Raiders would have been hard in hard on them. The Raiders today signed Nelson Aguilar, and I think Nelson Aguilar sucks. I don't know why they uh, did that, but I think the Eagles they, released him, and they need weapons. So that should tell you something. Exactly. <laughs> um, I will say, um, Robbie Anderson has not gotten any offers from anyone. Also, if if you're looking for corner helps, um, uh, if you're looking for corner helps, uh, um, Washington is shopping um, Dunbar, so um, they're shopping Quentin Dunbar. That um, that probably that's probably a, a corner help if anyone needs help. So there's that. And I have breaking news to tell you guys: the NFL draft plans to be next month in the NFL studio, other than Vegas. Wow. We have to be in the studios of Los Angeles. And so, so uh, James, James, I got a question for you. Did you cancel your trip? I already did, and I'm very sad about that. Did you get please talk, did you get refunded all your money? I hope you did. Oh, absolutely I did. I was I Good. was very I was very sad about that. At Bob uh, you know how much I was looking forward to that. You should, would you consider, you, I would say go to L.A., but with this coronavirus, stay away from Cali, bro. Oh, no, I'm not. I'm not going to L.A. Absolutely not. Not with this corona going on. Uh, I'm going to tell this. For the NFL draft this year, I think that, I think the four of us should collaborate on a show. I agree. Ooh. I like where this is going. I was, I, w- I was thinking of maybe... Now, hopefully things change, but I was thinking maybe we can go out somewhere. If, if, 
if we're allowed to, because we're right. still here's on here's lockdown. the thing. Here's the thing. If we're still on lockdown, and I know you guys are in New York, it's locked down right now. Right. It's mm-hmm. um. If we're locked down, here's the thing. If if the lockdown is still in effect in a month, what I think we should do is we'll we'll do like a video show. Like we'll have you guys. We're gonna. Here's how Julian and I did it last year. We went to AC, and let me tell you, boy, that night was crazy after the draft. Was <laughs> <laughs> uh, you uh, you don't even want to know the stuff that we. Oh and I shit. Went we, uh, Julian and I had a great, the Jets had a great draft. The Patriots got to kill Harry. We had a few brews and then the next day was great. So here's how we did it. So we sat in the room, we set up the camera, Julian and I suited up and we want to do that this year too. We, we suited up and after every pick, we analyzed every pick and we did that for 10 picks. And this year we planned on doing it till the Patriots pick. Us too. So I'm doing it anyway. Here's here's what I think. I think that we'll be in talks with Julian because um he'll be definitely all for this. We will um what we could do is if we're on lockdown, we'll I think we should try to like maybe like find a way to like Skype something. We've got to figure that out. But if we're not on lockdown, maybe we could all find a mute uh a place where the four of us could sit down, you know, and get this show on the road. I think it would be really fun. A- absolutely. Get some wings, I'll some drinks, you know, I'll just be, have a relaxing time. Oh, I totally would be down with that. Um, I'm totally cool with that. I think that would be a cool collaboration. Now, next year, Bobby, the draft, unfortunately, is going to be in Cleveland. So that's a, a little bit of a depressing because it's Cleveland. But, but I'm still going to go to the draft next year because I originally wanted to go to Vegas because, you know, it's, it's Vegas. But yeah. Cleveland, you know, it's Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, you know, and maybe catch an Indian game. You know, and 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 just you know, explore Cleveland. I have a friend that lives all the way out in Cleveland, so I'll probably stop by and say what's up. To so oh, there you go. There we go. So uh, there we I'll, go. Um, I'll tell you this: when I'm in ta- when I'm in uh, when I'm in Tampa, the one thing I'll do is maybe we could all uh, when I'm in Florida at the Super Bowl, maybe we could try to work something out down there. Oh, absolutely! I would that definitely would come down to that Tampa for be. that. One hundred percent. Oh, that I was gonna come down to Tampa. Anyway. I mean, I'm gonna go to Florida anyway this summer. But definitely going back to Florida again would be worth because I have to remember spring training this time. This time, my buddy here is gonna come with me. I know spring training it's whatever, but it's that's not it's not originally the point. The point is to have bonding time with the brothers. Yep, yep. I'm, I'm telling you right now, if this baseball season gets canceled. I'll do spring training for a whole fucking ten days, man. <laughs> you just just to my baseball. But I want I want I, I, I want to I, I want to I want to bring I'm gonna bring it back to football. I'm gonna say the you know, NFC is so wide open. I think, and this is why the whole Brady going to Tampa is so fascinating because I think the AFC is pretty much more of a dogfight. But the NFC is so 
open. Would you be surprised if the Bucks make a run to the Super Bowl? Because Brady looks No like one should be surprised. I, no, I, I'd I be more surprised if the Saints get into the Super Bowl than the Buccaneers get the Saints into the are Super not, Bowl. The Saints are not going to the Super Bowl. Stop that. Now, that's why I'm saying say, that. That's why I just said I'd be shocked if the Saints made the Super Bowl over the Bucks. Now, Bobby, how juicy yeah. would this be? Um, you know, I'm a, I'm a Mahomes fan. Patrick Mahomes goes back to the Super Bowl in Tampa. Brady, for the first time in history... Brings, brings Tampa, who's been a terrible franchise. Mind you, Tampa's a terrible franchise. But he brings a terrible Tampa team into the Super Bowl. Six Super Bowl, you, you know that season tickets for Bucks are already sold out. And now, a team, that, that a Tampa team that's been terrible, they go to Super Bowl. And they don't even have to travel because it's in their own backyard. I think Brady's going to make this team go from worst to one of the top teams in football. Don't, don't, don't be shocked if their minimum is 12-4, and four, I'm telling you. but, but um, Here's I, what I'm going to tell you right now. The one thing is I'm really concerned with the offensive line for the Buccaneers. That's my concern because... Well, well, well maybe yes. that's what they're going to focus on draft-wise. Oh, they're going to have to focus on that draft-wise. And I'll tell you this. um, That receiving core, Godwin, Mike Evans, they'll probably draft somebody. Or if they get Perryman back, and and we're not talking about Perryman. He changed his career. Perryman was a laughingstock in Baltimore and changed his career. I would be happy to have him on New England. Oh, my God. Perryman's a different... Edmund's a, a whole different breed now. Ever since, ever, ever since he's he, he's been different. He, he went from a joke to probably one of the more cooler stories out there ever. So oh, yeah. I I totally and I would not be surprised that Brady takes his team from from worst to first because Brady is the type of. Brady's a type of person, and you already see the effect already. Free agents already want to go play for Brady. It's the Brady oh, yeah. effect. It's the Brady effect. And I think the difference between New England and Tampa, I don't remember, it's, it's Bill Belichick and it's Tampa. And you know Bill Belichick has his way. You just kind of answered your own question. People want to play for Tom. Who's going to New England right now? Who, who wants to play for no, Belichick no. right now? No, no, no. I'm just saying, when Brady was in New England, he couldn't get free to come because it was Bill Belichick, and Bill Belichick had the Patriot way. Now that Brady is in Tampa, it's it's not. You are Bel- so disrespectful to Tom Brady. I'm sorry. It's it's Bobby. Help me out here. Am I wrong? Am I wrong? Well, listen. The, the, a lot of players they couldn't get big time free agents. Well, they got Gilmore, but they should. It, Belichick doesn't pay anybody. That's the problem. I'm sure if he offered a little bit more money, they would have came even when Brady was there. Listen, I think that Belichick should have literally, when a big-time receiver was available, I would have When I'm going to tell you this. It, when Odell Beckham became available in trade talks, I would have given the house for him. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I yeah, but to get Beckham, wouldn't you have to give up, like, 
a first and like a second and maybe another first. Yeah, yeah. but his his age and all that. It, it you know what? Well, due to his age, I just think that because he's young and him and Brady would have been a lethal one-two punch. Right, him and no. Brady, but not him and Jared Stidham. <laughs> listen, no. listen, Pete, listen. All I'm going to tell you is this: I'm going to go back twenty years. And when Brady came in here, nobody gave this guy a chance. They laughed at him because of how he looked in the draft. He came in and he shut everybody up. And you want to know something? Call me crazy. I, I I'm starting to believe this. Imagine Jared Stidham shuts everybody up and just lights it up. I would love it. Yeah, that would. I don't know, man. What? What? What would you? What would you think of his lit up? Like thirteen three. I would say him uh, lighting it up, meaning he is successful, not turning the ball over. And that's another thing. We need a quarterback that doesn't turn the ball over. And that's why we're not picking up Jameis Winston. Because I think Jameis Winston out there is the best. Once Cam Newton gets cut, I think that that has to be the play. If he's healthy, man, that has to be play. And 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 another thing, where is David Andrews on his timeline? And what about Stephen Guskowski? Because those are two major pieces. Because I truly believe Joel Tooney will be traded. I, cause he's gonna want a payday. I don't think the Patriots will be able to sign him, so I bet he gets traded. So, in regards to David Andrews, apparently he's moving along well, and the rumor is, um, is that we're he'll be okay to play come the season. And um, I heard about Guskowski. I heard that we might cut him a few months. A few weeks ago, but they kind of backed off that talk. Um, so I'm going to tell you this: with Tooney, we franchised him so the Jets or Dolphins wouldn't get him. That's why we right. did that. We have a guy, Nick. Do you remember his name is Yannicka Jost? Mm. He's a he's a backup. He was injured all last year. He's oh yes. Guard. We need to get that 14 million dollar cap off our our books. For Tooney, I'd, if we could get an extension done with Tooney, I'm all for it. However, we got to get that cap hit because if we did not franchise Tooney right now, we wouldn't be in cap hell. Right. So, so do you think second round pick would be the best we can get for Tooney? Maybe a second yeah. and a fourth? Yeah. I think a second round pick, I'll take that definitely because of the, the mistake we did getting Sanu. Mm. I agree. Um, now, now, now. Man. What if, what if the Jets offer that? Would you pull that switch? If the Jets gave us that, I would really have to consider it because I don't want the Jets building a right. wall for uh, Sam Darnold with one of my best guys. Uh, I'll tell you this: I with the Jets, if they came up to me and they offered a second and a third, I'll do it. Oh, second and third, absolutely. I don't care who he goes to if you give me a second and third. I I will say this, and I'm sure Julian will agree with this. If I'm, I'm I know Julian is very happy that 
they're addressing the line. But there's another element that Douglas has not addressed, which is kind of significant. They don't have a pass rusher. What do they do about that, Bobby? That That's very significant. Not only they'll have no receivers, they have no pass rushers, and they don't have any corners. Well, well with that, um, they kind of, they're in the market right now for Jadavian Clowney, but they're not going to get them. No. Um, I think they're going to have to go through the draft and find it somehow in like the second or third round, because in the first round they're going to go offensive line. So, um, with that, I think the corner market, I think they could still get some guys. There's still some guys who are available. Like I heard they're Jimmy Smith, they're really interested in. So, the Jets really, you know what? They did address the O-line. They have still some holes to fill, but this year's drafts can really help fill those holes, definitely. I will say that I want to hit now, and I will say this to Jets fans, I know, and I will definitely say this to Julian. So, Julian, listen to what I say is, Sam Dunn's going to have a wall. If you have adequate receivers, I don't want to hear any excuses saying that Sam doesn't have protection. Now that Sam has protection and if Sam doesn't produce, he ain't the quarterback for you. He better show up. Exactly. I don't care. Don't, I don't give me this, well, you better take Daniel Jones. You got, especially people, yes, you want to mock Daniel Jones. And that's fine. But I'll tell you this. In his rookie year, he could have thrown for 4,000 yards if he started all 16 games. And exactly. So right now, you take Daniel Jones over Sam Darnold. I didn't know who Dale, I didn't know who, and Bobby, I didn't know who Daniel Jones was. I didn't know him for not. I never, I don't watch Duke football. Who watches Duke football? But when I heard that he was trained under David Cutcliffe, the same guy who trained the Mannings, I'm like, all right, let me give him a chance. And then in preseason, the guy won me over. I know it was against second and twos, but he showed Moxie. And when he had his first start against Tampa, and Tampa has a good defense. Their, their, their defense is not terrible. All Daniel Jones did was showed up and balled. Even against the Redskins, he balled. The Jets, even though they lost that game, he played well. Daniel Jones has played well. Yes, he has a fumbling problem. That's a big problem. I'm not going to ignore that. But right now, if you were to ask me who I would take, if the line, if, if the Giants had weapons and the lines were were good, I will take I will take Daniel Jones because Jones is a better decision maker than Sam Donald. Sam Donald turns the ball over way more than Jones. If you look at the tape, you've seen Sam Donald. He turns the ball way more over than Jones. But don't give me that. I agree. Thoughts. Thanks. I I I th- I'm I'm on. With Sam Darnold, I think he's better than Josh Allen. I really do. I think think he'll have a better career than Josh Allen. However, here's the thing. The Jets need need receivers, and and you need to protect Darnold. You need to protect the investment, and the Jets have failed to do that. 
However, I think that um, that Darnold will be fine. In regards to Daniel Jones, I th- I think you guys will be. I think you guys are just fine. I think he's a very very good quarterback. He's going to have a good career. He was young last year, and with a full season under him, James, you'll be just fine. Why and would also, you take Donald over Josh Allen? Oh, yeah, I would. Why? I would take Donald over Josh Allen. I'm being serious. Why? What? I just think he's better. I don't think he turns the ball over as much. I think he's more accurate, and I think that Josh Allen has better weapons, and he is overshoot, overthrows them more. I think he's his accuracy is what bothers me. That's fair. I think I, I would take I would take Donald over Josh Allen. I would take Daniel Jones over Josh Allen, but I would definitely take Daniel Jones over Sam Donald. That's what I would do. And I know Julian's going to be, and when you listen, I know Julian's going to be like, "Oh, my God, hating." It's not about hating. It's the fact that Jones and under Garrett, mock Garrett all you want, but look what Garrett's done with Dak Prescott. And Dak Prescott put up a lot of numbers. And the difference between that is at least, and even though Dak Prescott had a better team, he, Dak Prescott was a fourth-round pick. Remember that, guys? He was a fourth-round pick. So he made... He and he's Mr. Well overrated. Well, Dak is overrated. That's not the point. The point I'm trying to make is that if Derek does well with quarterbacks, and what the Giants are doing is, invest, is putting a guy... It would invest the time in quarterbacks. Now, the thing I hear about Garrett is he does a lot of run plays, which is going to be annoying. But, but at the same time, too, though, he does work well with quarterbacks. So that's why I think this guy's limited. And, Bobby, let me ask you a question. Jones played against the Patriots. How did you think Jones looked against the Patriots? Your opinion. I was at the game. I was in Foxborough when that happened. I thought Jones, he, he held his own. The Patriots are just better. What are your thoughts? I think he played very well. I think the Patriots' defense, the best in football, really pressured him and really confused him with the with the disguising blitzes and coverages, which he's going to have to learn how to read defenses. And I know how hard it is because Patty Mahomes just admitted that he started learning it last year. But with that being said, I think he played well. I think he took his shots downfield. He threw some touchdowns against us. Um, but you know what? He's he's going to have to, you know, stop turning the ball over. But I think he played well. I thought he played very, very well. I agree. I mean, Jones played better than Sam Simpson. Sam Darnold did against the Patriots. Sam, I mean, Jones never said he saw a ghost. <laughs> exactly. I'm just, I'm just saying, um, quick thoughts on Bobby. If you were to rank, the team, the top five teams in the AFC, and then your top five to the NFC right now, projecting, rank them, go. So both AFC and NFC? Yeah. Yes, AFC and NFC, go. Okay, AFC, number one, I'm going to go with Kansas City, of course. Obviously. Two, I'm going to go Ravens. Three, Patriots. Yeah. Four, Titans. And mm-hmm. five, I'm going to give it to, okay, uh, you know what? I'm going to give it to Buffalo because of what they've done. I like it. I like NFC, it. NFC, NFC is, right now I'm going to go with New Orleans, one. Okay. Two, 49ers because they're still good. I agree. Three, 
I'm going to go with, ooh, let's see, three. For NFC, I'm going to go with, you know what? I'm going to go with the uh, the Bucks for what they've ooh, done. Okay. Four. I'm going to go with the Bucks. Four, I'm going to go with Green Bay. Okay. And five, I'm going to go with, oh boy, Dallas. Over Seattle, uh, why? Oh, my. Uh, why? Why would you put Dallas over Seattle? Well, actually, you know what? I wanted to see if you put Seattle 3, Tampa 4, and Green Bay 5. That's what I, I would do. Well, Bobby, as always, I always love having you on the show. Me and Nick always love having you on Absolutely. the show. We can't wait to chop it up with you doing draft day. Um, and, you, and like I said, as I always say this over and over again, you are not just our friend, you are our brother for life. You are Absolutely. always Absolutely. one. I, I feel the same way about you guys. My pleasure being on. I'm happy we, you, uh, it's been a little tough for me. If you guys have seen me on Twitter, you know, I'm, ch- it's so hard to, you know, keep reporting stuff when you're so upset, when you see all these teams signing players and your team is just sitting back with their thumbs up their asses. So I know, man. It's too yeah, much. It's like it's, it's like the Patriots aren't even trying. It, it's 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 like they're thinking we are the Patriots. You gotta come to us right now. That's not how it's working. No, and if we get Cam Newton, uh, you won't. You'll hear me go get really excited. But the one thing I will tell you. I'm excited for the draft. The Patriots have the most picks in the draft this year. They do. They have, they have a lot of they have a lot of compensation picks too. So the Patriots are a team, and I'll make this quick. If you're looking at a team to watch in the draft, the Patriots with a lot of picks, especially a lot of a lot of third, fourth, and fifth round picks. The Patriots are a team that can make moves. So if you're looking for a team to make moves to get the guy that they want, look mm-hmm. out for the Patriots. There's going to be a lot of movers. Guys, that was the great Bobby Thompson. Um, so what what exactly is the date of the draft? April 22nd. Okay, so that's basically a month. It's a month, yeah. Literally a month from now. So listen, virus. If you're hearing me, stay the fuck away. Get get out of Dodge. Get out of Dodge by April 18th, alright? Go away. No one cares about how you feel. Alright? Now, now, of course, if we have to, we'll, we'll do it from our respective homes. Um, but I'd much rather be in one spot, whether it's at Julian's or whether it's at Bobby's or I'd, I'd rather do that. Order a bunch of wings and pizza, get some drinks, have fun instead of doing it like this. That's, that's how we should do it. I, I, and Again, one last thing before we wrap this up. Um, guys, as always, and I will say this, 
we probably won't be recording as frequently as often because when the frequency starts to die down, there's not going to be a lot of sports to talk. So not to say we're going to quit our what we do because we love recording for you guys, but because sports is on pause, we feel like it wouldn't be necessary to just talk every single day and without any news or report. So once we get another signing, We'll probably won't be recording as much until it gets closer to the draft. But as always, guys, we love what we do. We love recording for you guys. Chinese virus, whatever virus you want to call this, go <laughs> away. Go away. I don't care if it's insulting. It originally came from China. Grow up. Go away because a lot of us regular people need the job. And I will say one last thing, and this is the final thing. And I did something today that I want to share. I I like to help out people. And I do this because I care. And it's not just the amount I do, it's the gesture. And my co-host is not just my friend, it's my brother. And I would help him out just like I help other people out. So guys, I will say this. If you see somebody or anyone you know that needs help, help them out. And don't just do it because you feel bad, do it because you want to. It doesn't matter the amount, it doesn't matter, you know, what it is, but just do it out of the kindness of your heart. This is tough times for everyone. And in times where we need sports to have a distraction, there are some things that are bigger than sports. So for these tough times, help someone out because people need it more than you do. It doesn't have to be a lot. I'm not asking you to give like $10 trillion, but we can help each other out. It'll help us stick to our humanitarian and make us grow stronger as individuals. Because at the end of the day, we are in this together. And that's the point I want to make. Please stay safe. Wash your hands if you have to. Only get the necessity to keep yourself safe if you need to be. And please, guys, be courteous. Be kind to your fellow grocery store people, your fellow um, nurses, doctors, medical personnel, healthcare professionals. Please be courteous to them because they have a justice. They have a tough out there. They are one of the real heroes. And please be kind to everyone. Because in times like this, all we need is to be respectful to one another. Absolutely. We have to band together. Please, guys, listen. When you're in the supermarket... If all you need is one pack of toilet paper, please don't get five. Don't do it, man. Do you know what took me? It took me four days of going out just to even get something of Lysol. Like, the greediness has to stop. Listen, none of us, listen, more likely than not, none of us are truly not gonna die from this. Now, there will be some deaths if you're not careful, but no one needs 80,000 toilet papers. No, nobody needs to take 20 hand, hand sanitizers. Take five. You don't need to get that much. There's other people out there in the world. Get what you need. Right now, I can't even find cases of water. Same. 
Like I can't, I can't even. And 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 I can't even find the bottle, let alone the case. I can't even find the bottle. That's how sad this. And one bottle. One one really final thing, but this one means more to me than anybody else. Okay, listen. If you have it, I don't care. Donate. But more importantly, if you're a millionaire and a billionaire, the fact that not every owner, now every owner made baseball is on it, but the fact that not every NHL, NBA, or NFL owner has donated, the fact that the major stars haven't all donated, yes, Steph Curry has donated. There has been guys who donate who are donating food, but the biggest star, the biggest star in the NBA, hasn't donated. The biggest star, money wise and talent wise, Mike Trout hasn't donated. I'm pretty sure the biggest NHL star hasn't. Yes. All he has. He has. Yeah, I was actually about to correct you on that. Um, Connor McDavid actually donated ten million dollars not only to Canada but Ooh, United States to help with the ten million. Ooh, that is mean. Yep. So, so far, the biggest so number has been saw, a million. You know what, so, so Connor McDavid, so you're a star. So I, I just want to correct you on that. So McDavid did his part, and even me who. My coach can vouch for me. I make good money. Even I donated. So if I could donate, why can't these millionaires donate? What's the Connor McDavid, that? way to go. And the Connor biggest McDavid. NFL star. The biggest NFL star? You haven't donated. Tom Brady. Come on, man. Drew Brees. Come on. Seriously. Yeah. OBJ. Seriously. Where, where is the money? And for all these players who are getting brand new contracts... Listen, I get it. You have that right. But donate. Drew Brees, you made fifty million. Donate five. Donate. Brady, you made fifty. Donate five. If you made thirty, donate three and a half. Come on, man. Zion Williams is taking care of his workers and he hasn't even scratched the surface how much money he could pay. Come That's on. True. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, he's not your typical rookie, but even he's donated. And Come LeBron on. James, lifetime billion dollar deal for Nike. And 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 he has the nerve to tweet. You know, today I was walking in my house and about to take a shower. And my grandma said, that, 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 that. Ah, shut up. No, no, no. I'm, I'm being 100% when I said he, ser- he seriously tweeted something like that. He seriously tweeted something like that. Listen, you're, you're in your mansion. No one gives a fucking fuck about you, man. Don't make some money. If I, if I can donate $11 to a minor league fund, if my co-host can donate... If regular people can donate, run the fucking checks, man. Seriously, seriously. All all jokes aside, we make a lot of jokes on the show, but this is something something I'm seriously passionate about. If you're okay. a millionaire or a billionaire, and and some moron today said, have you donated yet? You know what? Why are you sticking up for a guy who doesn't give a fuck about you? And and then Ivan said, yet yet yes, I did, asshole. I did donate money. So, but if you're a millionaire and billionaire. Mark Cuban gets it, and he was the first one. Now, this thing has been over two, three weeks. Why is it taking anybody this long? Today, Kelly Ripa and Mark Consuelos is donating 
has donated a million dollars for masks and ventilators. Why isn't more people doing this? We need this. Donate food for kids. Steph Curry, a million in food. A couple of other people, 250K here, 300K here. Hey, it doesn't even have to do a million. Every Everybody should be doing at least 100. If you could do more than that, do more than that. If you could do food and masks and ventilators all, all together, do that. But Connor McDavid, way to go. You set the bar. Right now, that's the highest donation. So you know what, guys? Also, you you guys are competitive athletes. Beat Connor McDavid. Also, Anders Lee, Connor Buck, and Bradley Trotz each donated three million dollars to their now Long Island workers and giving food to the people out on Long Island for that's kids fucking that are not great. Way to fucking go, guys. So, way to so, go. And, see, and Donald Trump, where, where's your donation, man? And Bernie Sanders. Now you probably don't make the rule, but you want all of us to get two K checks. Every month this thing goes on. Donald Trump passed the bill, man. Because we need these checks. Let's fucking go. It's probably it's bad enough. It's probably going to take two, three weeks to get these checks. But start the process now. Let's go. It shouldn't take this long to pass a fucking bill. And then big cheers to the New York Giants for opening up the kids, opening up the kids' healthcare for all the people, all the kids, and all the medical services that need it. So good job. I, even though my Coles likes to disrespect the Giants, no, team, no, 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 no. He'll never. But, but, no, 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 but, no. but, I'm, but I'm, I'm talking about like as, as like as like the current as the current like you know the team as in like the football team playing like they're they're well, they're, well, they're not. Well, good. that's fair. But I'm talking that's... about like yeah, which is fair. But I'm talking about as an organization as a whole, they are not. They are class. That's what I wanted to say. So, As an organization, for the last, hold on, for, for the last 30 seconds, explain more about what the Giants doing. Like, like, do, does it just go for Jersey? Does it go for New York too? Like, Jersey, New York, and all of Bergen. Done. So, so if, if you work in and you need daycare, where would yes, the kid go? They will, how how yes, will they work? Yes. Um, well, it'll go into the floor, it'll go into the floor, um, it'll go into the Meadowlands Park in Giant Stadium, in their training facility. Wow. So, they're making the training facility a kid's daycare center? Yes. Wow. Now, now, what if, what if the parent can't get all, can't get all the way up there? They will provide rides. You know what, Mara, you're a great man. Your your teammates suck, but you are a great entrepreneurious man. You are a good human being. And again, an extra congratulations to Connor fucking and David. You get it, man. The rest of you guys that should be getting it, you don't get it. And and listen, I'll I'll give a little slouch to Tom Brady. Okay, he he, he was dealing with a free agency thing, but now Tom, that's over. Cut the check. But Mike Trout LeBron, what's going on here? Well, guys, life is a series of lows and goodbyes. We'll, we'll record when we get a chance to record. But until then, guys, donate. Take it easy, y'all, and donate. You, you will wake up a Jets fan. <laughs>